Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. From Showtime and A24. We love most about Whitney. Comes a new series unlike any other. Well, where do I even start? Academy Award winner Emma Stone. I like how you fight for us. Nathan Fielder. Money doesn't really matter when it's about doing the right thing. And Benny Safdie. You guys are strong, right? At the end of the day, you're going to survive, right? Next question. New episodes of The Curse, streaming now on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. A Big Spark Studios original. Oh, we're going. Hold on. Oh, I just got a text. Chris, take off four sizes from your waist in four weeks. Who you th- said that? Taryn. Do you think it's legit? Should I respond? <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens, the podcast episode that I saw Cameron Dallas vaping outside of Earth Cafe before. <laughs> yeah, never a dull moment. That's for sure. Now, before we get into the episode, if you want to never miss out on another episode, feel free to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you listen to podcasts and catch video episodes on youtube.com slash Chris. And as always, rate and review. Helps me a lot. Almost just choked on my own spit. That could have been prevented, baby. Who knows? I'm not a scientist. Um, Today is... What? Do you have water? <laughs> yeah, it's like across the table, so that'll be like... A fun adventure for us to figure out how I'm going to get it halfway through the episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, It is November 10th today. Oh, my God. It's already been five days since my birthday. That's fucked up. Um, What was I going to talk? Oh, my God. I don't really read comments that much anymore. I read the comments on my YouTube video for the birthday episode where it was 28 things I learned in 28 years. And when I say I almost cried from like happy tears, not sad tears for once after reading a comment section. I mean, I don't want to go out on a limb here, but I'm gonna. I think every single comment. No, there was one where someone was like, you're still ripping off Jenna Marbles. I was like, first of all, Jenna Marbles did not invent this video idea. Maybe she did. I shouldn't speak that firmly. But also, I had this idea because my friend Alexis turned 18 like four or five years ago and she did 18 things I learned in 18 years and I was like that's a good idea and I finally was like this is when I'm gonna use it the podcast perfect 
So fuck that bitch. Um, that one person (laughs) but oh my god that was so nice to hear and I think it was also confusing because I do want this to be something funny and I've heard a lot of your guys's feedback where it's like Chris you are funny in your own way you don't need like this already is funny and so I really am not stressing as much about that but now I'm like okay how do I talk about like those life lessons and like that like serious shit with also like not having it being just a depressing podcast. (laughs) Like if I just talked about my feelings all the time, I really think y'all would be like, okay, Chris, be funny, dance monkey. Um, So yeah, the feedback was great and I appreciate it. And we're trying to figure things out. So thanks for bearing with us. Um, What else is new? I'm I'm boosted. I'm fucking boosted, bitch. Um, One of my friends... That's another thing. I need to stop saying, um, like I should have like a shock collar. Every time I say, um, someone like presses it We can do that for next week's episode. <laughs> I'd be so down because it's such a, it's like, I watch these and I'm like, Oh God, shut up. Anyways. Can you control the shock? Yeah. I wouldn't have the remote. You would. Cool. Oh God. The scheming, the silence smiles in the dark that I saw is not okay. Also, I saw that you guys said that we need a camera on the producers. And I agree. I think there should be a table camera for you too, Sam. Don't shake your head. I was looking to see if you already set one up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that would have been smart, though. Oh, I know. Fuck, why did we her. even... Yeah, why are we trying to even convince her? We well, should just set the cam up. We'll get that set up for next episode. Oh, my God. Shot collar and a second camera. <laughs> we're, we're moving up here at Unhinged. Should we just get into the episode? I feel like we should. Before we get into it, though, I want to shout out... Uh, you found this one, right? Or no? Jake found this Jake one. found this one. My manager, Jake, found this. It is called Project Coffee Cup, and it's a GoFundMe. Uh, and Project Coffee Cup is a nonprofit organization helping the homeless community. They start off with just handing out cups of coffee and having a conversation with someone. For someone who is homeless, just a simple act of kindness, like having someone sit down and genuinely ask how you are doing can be such a game changer. They are currently in need of a new van to help them transport food items and supplies to the communities that they support. And I, especially after seeing the feedback of Amazon wish list being filled and GoFundMe's being filled and touching individual lives. I think it is so cool. I've said this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cool being able to do that. Debbie Ryan hair thing. The GoFundMe will be in the description of this episode as our every dedicated organization shout out. They will be in the description of that episode. Um, But go give what you can. It's really cool to be able to see where your money is going and then how much it adds to the bigger picture. I don't know. It's fun to see a nice little scale and get it filled up. So if you have any extra money or anything laying around, fish it out of your couch and send it on over to Project Coffee Cup. I just think it's a cool organization. And I do think it's a lot of the time the homeless population are ignored. I mean, well, it's obvious that they're ignored by our own government, but they don't have to be ignored by people like you and me. So go support and let's get into the hot box. Um, the hot box is the part of the episode where you guys can call in. You can ask me anything. You can ask for my opinion. You can ask for advice. You can talk about something I said on the last episode, a previous episode. You know, let's have a convo. Well, I mean, you won't be because you'll be leaving a voicemail. But maybe we're getting to a point where we'll call people back. I'm getting a nod. So I'm not giving false promises. And if I am, 
like any other good YouTuber, it's not on me, guys. <laughs> um, but you can call 310-844-6459. You can leave a voicemail. And what did I ask? Just for Ask Me Anythings today? Ask Me Anything. Ask Me Anything. Here we go. Hey, Chris. Hi. Um, been a longtime fan. Hope Thank you're doing you. well. Thank Love you. you. Thank you. Um, I have a really, um, not an important question, um, really not. Uh, I just wanted to know, as I am myself, a self-entitled um, sarcastic bitch, uh, yeah. do you ever have times where people cannot kill when you're being sarcastic? Like, they can't tell when you're being sarcastic or like have you ever been labeled like a bitch or like a bully. anything like that because <laughs> i have and um it's always i'm always coming from a good place and my jokes sometimes don't land and oh, girl, sometimes um i'm labeled as you know the family you know bitch <laughs> the cunt you know um absolutely and it makes me feel bad have to believe that one and, justin but then i'm like no nah, never mind I, they just don't get my humor i got it um do you ever struggle with this as another sassy bitch to another um just wondering i uh, hope you have a great day love you bye thank you i relate too heavily i'm gonna take you one step further try posting that sarcastic humor on the internet for everyone to comment about I have been called every name under the sun, especially in my street interviews. People are like, he is so rude. He is so dismissive. He is so... Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up, okay? I mean, listen. I felt, I felt that... I felt. Um, I felt that voicemail with, like, such a deep passion because, like, I do come from a good place, and it really is just meant to be, like, a funny time. Like, if here's the thing. Above all... I am a sarcastic bitch, mostly to myself. Above all people, I am an equal opportunist, sarcastic bitch, but mostly it's to me. And I'm people are like, you're so self-deprecating. I'm like, yeah, someone's got to offset the rudeness I'm giving off, apparently. <laughs> Everyone always calls me rude. A bitch is definitely one. I'm not called the C word because that's still like derogatory just to women. I think, honestly, more men are... See you next Tuesdays and bitches. Oh, my God. The fact that women get called bitches. There was a man. Oh, my God. What was this? I saw it on TikTok. This guy, like, flipped a shit over, like, the smallest thing. Like, and everyone was like, oh, and women are more emotional? And, like, that's why I'm like, let's turn this ship around. Let's fire it right back. Ugh. How, why are we talking about this? <laughs> Anyways, thank you, caller. I feel you hard. Also, with your family, it's fun to be the bitch. Someone's got to do it. Oh, sorry. Wow, and that was a moment of okay, silence. Okay, hi, Chris. Uh, my name hi. is Avery. Hi, Avery. Oh, my God. I hope nobody I know watches your podcast because that would be embarrassing about what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> anyway, so I just got a pit bull. Um, her name's Ivy. She's going to be four months on the oh 10th. So I currently live at my mother-in-law's house and my sister-in-law's here too because my husband's in the military. He's gone for um, a while. Oh, so shit. my sister-in-law and my mother-in-law keep telling me that my room smells like shit all the time because it's dog. 
And, you know, I buy, like, the Febreze. I buy candles, like, everything to make it not smell as much as shit, as they say. But it's, like, I don't know how to say it in the nicest way to them. Like, um, it's a dog. What the fuck do you want it to smell like? Fucking roses. Like, and she's a puppy. Like, I don't understand. So, yeah, I kind of just wanted advice on that. Don't know if you've ever been in that kind of situation before. Um, I guess this is also like a rant because that shit like pisses me off all the time. I clean my room every other day and it still smells like shit, quote unquote. So yeah, that's about it. Love your podcast. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. I don't have anything to say here. Um, I mean, are the dogs taking a shit? Like, is that why it smells or it's just like that dog smell? Because... If the dog is shitting and it smells like shit, then yeah, okay, that. But if it if if you're using like it smells like shit and like the metaphorical simile, I don't remember. Um, if you're using it like like as a what is it hyperbole? Well, me trying to literally scratch my brain for any <laughs> phrase I remember from middle school grammar, like literally a single one. No, hyperbole is right, but I think that's what her family is telling her over and over again. They're telling her, your room smells like shit. So oh my God, she- just be like, you know what smells like shit? Your fucking attitude. Ugh, let me live. Fuck. That's my answer. Okay. Tell me how that goes. Call in next week. <laughs> She's like, so I got kicked out. <laughs> oh. What? Oh, was it starting? No. What is going on today? We're dealing with a new interface. Um, okay. Um, my name is Rihanna, like the singer. And Hi, Rihanna. And beautiful, beautiful sister. Rihanna, I mean. And she recently has been trying to decide if she's bisexual. And I myself am a lesbian who is genderqueer, so I'm trying to get her to come to the dark side. <laughs> um, but basically, she's had really, really shitty luck with men. And she's like a 14 out of 10. So I don't know. I'm hoping you have some way of convincing her to come to the dark side with us, um, to the gay side. Um, So I'm hoping you can help me out here by saying something because she loves you and hopefully she'll hear this, hear you try and convince her to be bi with us. (laughs) Yeah, I'm hoping you can give her some some encouragement to come join us. Uh, That's all. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah, welcome to Unhinged Conversion Therapy. Like, what? <laughs> um, can you convince her to be bi? I mean, like, I don't think that's how it works. That's, like, what we've been fighting against, just, like, this being a choice. Um, I say just let her figure it out. Like, she'll get to it eventually. Just stay in your fucking lane, okay? <laughs> Goddamn. At first, I thought you were going to say your sister's 14, and I was like, Maybe just like let her, I don't know, hit puberty. But um, yeah, just like let her figure it out. She will come to it when she comes to it and when she comes. So there you go. <laughs> so there's my sage advice. Just let her figure it out. Okay, first of all, that was quite the voicemail. Thank you. Um, second of all, hi, my name is Millie. Hi, Millie. I'm a Bobby student Brown. going to school for dental assistant. And I just wanted to know if you have any things you hate when you go to a dentist or things you like, because I'm trying to do the best that I can and make people the most comfortable that they can be in a place that can be so anxiety-ridden. Um, so if you have any, like... I hate it when they do this. Stop doing this. Let me know because I want to stop that. 
Um, thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you, Millie. Come on, dental advocate. Um, I, oh, this is tough because, I mean, I don't think she's listening, but my dental hygienist from home in Delaware, God bless her, truly the nicest, most caring, wants to hear about you and what you're up to and all the good things in your life. Like, she truly is so nice. But when you're in the dentist and the part of your body where the talking comes out has two hands and dental tools in it, I can't answer questions about what I want to do in the future. That Like, I can do yes or no's. I can go, uh-huh, nah. <laughs> Even the no is, like, pretty hard because, nah, uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh, I guess you can do that. <laughs> I haven't been to the dentist in so fucking long. Um, I, yeah, so I would say ask questions, like, because it is nice to, like, have some communication because otherwise it really is just, like, you sitting under, like, a fake sun with, like, glasses that look like you just got LASIK. But just ask less questions <laughs> and when you're not in my mouth. And then the other thing, find an alternative to, like, that puffy fluoride shit. That stuff grosses me out. You know, like, the mouth guard that they fill with, like, that shaving cream foam shit? And they're like, it's bubble gum. And then you put it in, and it's, like, tar pit. Ugh. (laughs) I fucking hate that. So come up with a new alternative for that. Oh, and maybe even those things that they, like, buff your teeth with. They, like, it's, like, on the ring, and they go, like, Oh, my God. I nailed that sound. <laughs> like, I heard that in my ear. I was like, oh, my God. Um, But, no, I mean, I like – I don't hate the dentist. I really kind of enjoy it. It feels like something, like, I don't know, like getting a nice cleaning, especially in your teeth. It's like, fuck, what's in there? If you found, like, last <laughs> week's dinner, let me know. I haven't found it yet. But I don't hate the dentist. I just hate, like, certain aspects that just are, like, illogical about the dentist. Like – the talking. That one really just, I would have to say, gets me the most. And then sometimes, oh my God, <gasps> when they have that like silver picky thing and they're going in between your teeth and it sometimes gets like stuck and you're like, oh my God, they're going to rip the tooth out. They're going to rip the fucking tooth out. And I know that this is probably like out of your control and it like happens and it's like part of the territory. Stop that. <laughs> Stop it right now. I don't want to. Oh my God. It puts me, I have such a, like one of my biggest fears is like losing my teeth but like not like them naturally falling out you know like if I'm old and they fall out that's so be it like getting like them punched out like hockey players who just like I mean I that is such a fear of mine so when that thing like goes like I'm like oh it's over for me it's over um it's gonna come straight out oh just absolutely my problem with the dentist is like the easy listening music they play like, you know, like, it's weird having, like, a Bring power- AirPods. Yeah, that's true. But it, it's weird, like, having, like, a like a power drill, like, grinding your teeth out. Oh, and then it's, like, it's, like, Jack Johnson. Oh. Or, like, Jason oh. Mraz. They oh. definitely, yeah, I feel like dentist office really have, like, a music genre or, like, group of artists that they only, like, play. There's a dental, I feel like they call it a dental spa, but it's the dentist in, in San Francisco. And... I went there and they had a therapy dog and they played TV for like you could play like The Office or whatever on Netflix. Oh my god, that if you're looking up, put TVs on the ceiling. Yeah. That's genius. That is fucking stunning. I need to stop saying that. I just all I describe everything as fucking stunning. (laughs) 
Anyway, that's my answer. Good luck in dental school. <laughs> Cannot even imagine. Don't even want to. One more. We have one more caller. <laughs> Me filling the space with all of my different... Correct. Correct. I, we need some advice over here. We're at a struggle bus and you're both either why. I so, can't understand. Me and my two best friends went into, like, this school year meeting a fourth roommate for our apartment at, like, school at college. Oh, boy. And there's just been, like, some weird things happening. And, like, she knew that all three of us were best friends. But she's kind of, like, using it against us. And I have to be quiet because she's literally home right now. Let's just keep listening. So we, like, felt like she had a problem with us. But, like, she's not saying anything to any of us. So we're, like, whatever. Like, I guess there's not. We were all outside on the couch. And, like, her bedroom is right next to our couches. And our TV stopped. And so it was silent. And she was on the phone talking about how much she hates us. And it was insane. Like, she was like, I fucking hate them. They're up every single night. Blah, blah. Like, it was oh my bad. God, sweetheart, just move out. What would you do in this situation? Because then we all were just like, what the fuck? Like, we can't do anything. Like, we all just smoked, like, high as fucking balls. Like, what is going on? <laughs> and so then, like, later on, she, like, walked out and we just, like, sat there silently. And now it's just so awkward. We have no idea if she even knows that we heard her. But it is madness. Please leave me some advice. This is horrible. <laughs> so horrible. But I love you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to lie. For a majority of that, I was struggling trying to fucking, like, it just sounded like one long garbled sound blob. I no shade. <laughs> <laughs> None at all. Um, I think uh, just to have a conversation. Like, did we not watch 28 Things I Learned in 28 Years? Just have a conversation. It doesn't feel great, but just to sit down and be like, hey, I think it's obvious that this isn't working out. Our TV turned off. We heard you saying how unhappy you are living here. Why don't you, why don't we like use this as 30 days to for you to find a new place, for us to find a new roommate? This is the date that we part ways. Have a great life. You know, like you don't have to hate each other. Like, but you will, and this will consume you more and more if you stay in this situation, I feel. Like, not talking about it and continuing to just be living this passive-aggressive, like, avoiding kind of lifestyle is only going to make it worse. Like, it's not – you're not going to wake up one morning and it's going to be like, oh, you know, like, it's just not – how it works just you know say hey i think we should have a roommate meeting in the living room the common room the quad wherever and just hash it out you know maybe there's something that you guys could do that she feels i don't know where i'm going with that just talk it's not that hard i trust me every roommate situation i've had in the past could have just been avoided by talking so or you could call a roommate meeting and just play her this episode Oh, no. <laughs> give me that extra play. Come on. I love that <laughs> advice. We could use the extra plays. She said they were scared. And I also just re remembered that they left this voicemail during your Halloween episode when we said, what's the scariest thing that's ever happened? Oh, my God. No. And she I would have thought if I missed the, the roommate, don't like her, we're three best friends. I would have truly thought she was like hiding in a closet in a horror yeah. movie. She's like, please. Help. And then she, yeah, she got really quiet at one point. She's like, and now she knows that. Please 
help me, <laughs> give me, fly. <laughs> and then she got snatched by the girl from the ring. Um, wow, that, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> Just talk. I think that'll be great. You know, you guys, again, there's nothing to lose. Like, you really have nothing to lose. This person isn't your friend. You don't even want them to be there. That sounds like a win-win to me. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Is there another? Is that the last yeah, one? Yeah, we'll do one more. We got oh, one more. we got one more. Come on. Hi, Chris. Me. Um, it's currently 3 a.m. in rainy in Seattle. I'm sleepless in Seattle. Anyway, um, my question or my thing is, You're I just lost my job at a pizza place due to being stalked, basically. Like, he kept on coming into my work and my parents' work, and so... What is your advice Call the police. for getting stopped? And I love you, and you are just such a savior in this time. Just I want to let you know. And, yeah, um, let me know how not to die. I'm about to leave for California. And, yeah, bye. Love you so much. Love Mwah. you so much. But Mwah. Ooh, wow. <laughs> More so, I will have your dealer's number. I will have what you are having. You sound so at peace. <laughs> like, oh my God, that's you with a stalker? Like, I don't even sound that calm when I'm like in a massage. I'm like, oh my God! Oh my God, I'm shook by that. You are a savior. I'm like, oh my God. Um, Advice, call the fucking police, carry mace. Like, is that legal to carry mace? Restraining order. Restra oh my God, a re <gasps> legal action. Sister served. Um, Yeah, I would... That's, like, nothing to joke about. I've had people, like, show up outside of, like, hotel rooms and stuff. Or not hotel rooms. Well, nope, hotel rooms. My hotels, that really freaks me out because it's, like, where you are sleeping and, like, living temporarily. Um, but it feels definitely different. Mm. <laughs> Is it? Um, yeah, I would just call the police, have protection with you, don't go places alone after dark or even in the light. Wow, yeah. What? Like, I don't... Yeah, it was like... I, I'm to... not the person to be asking about this. Like, I... No, that's good advice. Uh, thank you. Okay. We'll just stop it there. That's a wrap. Thank you. <laughs> um. Yeah, what? I. How do... This might be dumb. How do people get stalkers that don't have, like, a... F like, it makes sense why like, I would have stalkers. Why do, like, random people have stalkers? Like, exes. Mm-hmm. Oh... Or just someone that, like, Saw them and like, just like, wants to... They fixate on you for some reason. Oh, that is... I hope that didn't sound like, I'm above you. <laughs> but, like, I just... I've I've never... Un I don't understand the concept of stalking. Like, I just... I don't think I care enough about anything. <laughs> like, I don't even stalk my dog. Like, if I did, I would put a camera outside her, like, little crate and be like... But I don't even... Like, I just don't get it. So I was weird. just wondering. Yeah, it's Tara. It's weird. It's weird. It's yeah. also like I f feel like I'm mental illness. Yeah. <laughs> I say as if I just discovered like oxygen. I'm like, oh, I think it might be a mental illness. <laughs> but she said that the person was going to her work and her parents' work. So, yeah, she should get. Well, that's what I. Do you talk to your parents about this? I mean, you must if your parent, your parents probably told you, but. Have your parents call, like, a lawyer or something. 
I don't know. That's, oh my God. You are sleepless in Seattle, stoned in Seattle, and stalked in Seattle. I'm so sorry to make light of your life. That's not funny. Thank you. We'll move on. Um, Where are we in this part of life? <laughs> oh, the rant. <gasps> Today, guys, we have a rave. We're not going to a rant. We're going to a rave. Put on your little fuzzy boots. Put on some face jewels. Maybe not. Are those are those offensive? Those, like, face... Like, when people wear those, like, whatever. People are sparkly things. Yeah, is that... It's offensive against... Never mind. I don't... Yeah, what, what, I don't... What about tooth gems? Tooth I think those are definitely not great. <laughs> um, but... Oh, the... Oh, we're raving. <gasps> um... Note, I keep saying, um, wow, I really need the shock collar. So today is a rave and we have a timer, four minutes, 20 seconds. We never follow it. Honestly, we might as well not even use it anymore. Like people it's like it. people like it, as decor. but do people like me as decor? <laughs> <laughs> do people like watching me sprawled out on the floor? I think we should just stop. <laughs> this is why it's hard having a podcast that's like completely unedited besides like dead spaces here and there because I'm fucking weird. Like I don't think people truly understand that I am just weird. I'm a weirdo. Okay, I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> but I think that's why they tune in. Oh, yeah, I guess people kind of know that because of the fucking name of this. Now, before we carry on with the rest of the episode, I want to thank one of the sponsors, which is Bev. If you do not know, Bev is a female-founded canned wine brand on a mission to transform the alcohol industry as we know it by creating a voice for women where there has truly never really been one and doing so in a kind and approachable way. I found Bev through <laughs> a store in LA or in California called Bev Mo which is just like a liquor store. But I think they can be found at like Total Wine and Target as well. Now Bev has six varietals, Rosé, Sauve Blanc, Pinot Gris, Pinot Noir. They recently launched their sparkling Rosé, Glam and Glitz. And guys, the Glam and Glitz. I had a... F okay, I'm sharing Sika. Ah, before an episode, I think it was the Halloween one. Was it? I think it was before the Halloween episode. I had uh, a can of the Glam and the Glitz one. I swear to God, it was the best drunk I've ever had. Or like, not drunk, because it was a can. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. It, oh my God, could not say enough great things about it. Their wines are dry, crisp, and a little fuzzy, super refreshing. I don't know, it was just super crisp. Like, the bubbles were nice. It was so, like, good. I don't know, I've had canned wine before, and it was not it. But this, tag, you're it. What shocked me was the size of the can. The can's are like cute and tiny, but they contain a glass and a half of wine, which is perfect for when you don't want to open a bottle of wine for just yourself. And and fun fact, a 24 pack, I learned, is the equivalent to eight bottles of wine. <laughs> I love just getting a few packs and it's perfect if you're going to the park for a picnic or the beach or honestly like a concert just before you go in. I think, Mwah, Bev, bitch. And with Bev, you can get two-day shipping straight to your door, and shipping is always free. Now, Bev is hooking it up for our listeners, so if you go to drinkbev.com unhinged, you will receive 20% off your first purchase, plus free shipping on all your orders. If you don't know where to start with Bev, I would highly recommend the Ladies' Night Pack. It's like their bestseller, and it's a great way to try all the different varietals and figure out which one you like. 
And on top of that, Bev is hooking it the fuck up for our unhinged listeners by giving you 20% off by going to drinkbev.com slash unhinged or using code unhinged. Again, that is drinkbev, D-R-I-N-K-B-E-V dot com slash unhinged. You will also receive free shipping. So yeah, thank you, Bev, for supporting the podcast and supporting my love of wine. I appreciate it. Anyways, we are raving today, and I (laughs) went back to my second home, the Hollywood Bowl. (laughs) Uh, I've been to the Hollywood Bowl more in the last month than I have literally ever in my life. It is so weird. But Andrew, my roommate, who was also on this podcast, if you didn't know that, you should uh, rewind and catch up. But he got reached out to by a hard kombucha company. And they had a box at the Hollywood Bowl. And they were like, would you want to see Tame Impala? And he was like, um, yeah. And so he was like, Chris, would you want to see Tame Impala? And I was like, um, yeah. (laughs) Hello. And so we went. I've seen Tame Impala once. And it was at Coachella. And I just remember the lights. I was like, oh, my God. Like, and I just, like, only, like, casually listened to their music at that time. Like, I wasn't, like, a diehard or, like, really interested. I was just kind of like, oh, I know of them. I like some of their music. Like, I'll see them. This time, I've obviously become a way bigger fan. And I was like, holy shit. This is, like, sometimes you get offers where they're like, would you want to come see um, Barbara Walters flick her clit? And you're like, oh, my God, no, never. You're just like, why would I want that? Like, literally ever. So this one, I was like, holy shit, an opportunity with box seats and someone, like, a fire act. How awesome. So we go to the Hollywood Bowl, and I almost brought mushrooms with me. I almost did, and let me tell you, I regret not. Oh, my God. Although, we'll get to it. So we get there. We meet up with, like, this kombucha company, and Andrew's, like, schmoozing. And then I'm also, like, schmoozing for some reason because I'm like, thank you for bringing us. Um, and so we go to our box and it is front, not front, like, I mean, no, it was like perfect. It was like perfect. It was head on and like just riz up enough. So it wasn't like the floor, but it was like just the section above the floor. And it, the box seats at Hollywood Bowl are sick. They're just like, you have your, so the whole thing is outdoors. It's like an amphitheater vibe. But the box seats are just like you get your own little section that has either four seats or six seats in it. And they you get like food. You can get uh, there's like a waiter or like a server and you can order drinks, food. They have a menu. Nothing was gluten free. That was fucking sick. Um, But all I brought was like joints, edibles and my vape pen. (laughs) So I'm rolling in like I normally do anywhere. Um, And so I'm smoking a joint. And then I'm like, so I'm smoking a joint in the box and we're just like waiting. I think the opener, per, Genius Perfume or Perfume Genius. Perfume for, Genius? Yeah. Opened? Yeah. What? So, oopsies. Um, I recognize some of their songs from TikTok. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the worst. That's the worst part about TikTok is like the fact that like you're like, I know this song. Oh my <laughs> God. I saw Addison Ray smiling and dancing to this song. That's how I know of it. So I'm like smoking joints during Perfume Genius. And then I see that the smoke is blowing to my right. 
And so there wasn't an, anybody in the box immediately next to me, but there was someone in the box, like, one over. And so our friend Devin uh, Carlson comes up and, like, scared. She goes, there's no smoking here. And I saw this person come up from the side, and she was in all black, and like, she was wearing a trench coat or whatever. So I was like, oh, my God. I got, I'm busted. I'm fucked. Like, this is Andrew's thing he invited me to with a break. Like, I don't want to be that person. But Andrew, I guess, knew what he was signing up for. So I'm smoking a joint, and she comes up, scares the literal shit out of me. Like, sobers me up like that. We're talking, laughing. This girl who's two boxes over comes up, and I'm like, oh, this is where I'm... Hi, Chris. Uh, I'm a huge fan. Can I get a picture? I was like, oh, my God. I am so sorry. I've been blowing weed smoke at you the whole time. And she's... I forget what she said. I almost made up. She was like, no worries. I was about to light up. She didn't say that. I don't remember. Uh, oh, was that the timer already? I mean, Tame Impala hasn't even come on stage. Calm down. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm blowing smoke. Then I realized I should blow it up, and then it went away or somewhere. I don't know. But it's also a Tame Impala concert, so I felt fine smoking because I would soon find out that literally everybody was. But Tame Impala comes on, and I mean, I don't even know how to describe this experience. It was, like, spiritual. (laughs) I swear to God. The... I'm someone who's extremely, like, visual. I I just am visual and creative, and those are, like, the two things I can do in life. And this, I mean, I was on Strictly Marijuana. I thought I was on Molly, LSD, Shrooms. Like, I genuinely was just watching, and my mouth was just, like, open. I think at one point I was, like, low-key drooling. It was in. Scene. They had, like, all these lasers. And since it's outside, they shoot lasers, like, into the sky and stuff. They had, like, I don't know if it was a projector or, like, actual smoke that looked like clouds. They had, like, lasers that would, like, move. But only where the laser was, you would see clouds. Oh, my fuck. It was crazy. I mean, it started with, like, this woman. It looked like an infomercial or, like, one of those, like, before the plane takes off. It's, like, the in-flight. Not the in-flight entertainment. The pre-flight entertainment. Where they tell you, like, don't help someone else. Help yourself first. And, like, this is how you buckle your seat. So it was, like, one of those videos. It's like, hello. If you... And then it's as it was, like, going on, it got slower and slower and, like, more morphed and, like... And then it got to, like, points where the video was just, like... Because it was so slow. And I just... I literally felt like Molly was kicking in or something. I was, like... Oh, the whole thing was incredible. If you have the chance to see Damon Bala, you fucking have to. And all of their, they played just every fucking song I felt like. It was, oh my God. Like, literally, I understand. And I was like, literally, I wasn't drinking. Oh no, I guess I had a hard kombucha, but that was, (laughs) I was sober from alcohol. But I just had weed and it was like, I totally understand when people are like, you don't need to drink to have fun. You don't need to do drugs. Like I said, did drugs. <laughs> it was my medicine, okay? Yeah. That is my rave, Tame Impala. I have not stopped. Oh, my God. And then they would have, like, oh, my God, just all the different lighting they had. Oh, my God. It just, like, went rainbow. And then, like, oh, my fuck. Oh, I wish I could describe this. I wish I could, like, show pictures. Like, oh, how do I even... They had, like, confetti so many times that was, like, so thick. And then it would, like, 
fizzle out and then you would see more and more of the stage as it obviously settled and there were like the light behind it. I swear to God, I feel like I'm on drugs right now talking about this. It was fucking stunning. <laughs> but it really, it really was. Oh my God, I cannot rave enough about this. Woo. So that was today's rave. Go see Tame Impala if you can. Wow, I wish I could buy like literally every single person listening to this tickets because oh, it was so fucking good. Oh my God, it was so good. And the fact that it was like outdoors just made it even better. <sighs> Anyways. Oh my God. I know. I feel like such a bragger right now. I'm like, it was the best night ever. But like, oh my God, it was the best night ever. Hold up. You've been watching for too long. I think I've already used that joke. How stupid. But before we go on, I'd like to thank another sponsor of this episode, which is Helix Sleep. And if you do not know, Helix Sleep and I have worked together a ton they are a premium mattress in a box company that you take a simple quiz for and it shows up right to your door. Yeah, no weird mattress stores. Iconic. Now you might be thinking, how does buying a mattress off the internet even work? But Helix has it all figured out. All you have to do is take their simple Helix sleep quiz and you say your preferences, your bed type, what you're looking for, etc., and they will tell you which model of mattress is perfect for you. Because Helix knows that not everybody is the same and people need different things out of a mattress. Some people want a soft, medium, firm mattress. Helix has it. Some people want a mattress that cools. Helix has it. Some people want mattresses that are great for spinal alignment. Helix has it. They honestly have so many mattress models that there is one that will fit exactly what you're looking for. When I took the Helix sleep quiz, I said that I wanted a king bed. I sleep on my side. I like a medium firmness. And I got the Midnight Lux mattress and have never looked back. And once again, it came to my door. Period. Now, if you want to try out Helix for yourself and get some good-ass sleep, be sure to go to helixsleep.com slash Clemens. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they will have you matched to a customized mattress that will give you the best night of your sleep. And if you realize that it isn't the best sleep of your life, guess what? They have a 10-year warranty and a 100-night sleep trial risk-free, and they will even take the mattress away if you don't like it. Now, when you go to helixsleep.com slash Clemens, they will be offering up to $200 off all mattresses plus two free pillows. Again, that is helixsleep.com slash Clemens. Thank you guys for supporting me, not only on this podcast, but my back. The support has been great. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by the Weather Channel app. Did you know the app can help you forecast more than just the weather? With allergy tracking and flu risk mapping. So you know when to stay inside and load up on podcast, as well as air quality and UV indexing. So you know when to get outside, load up on sunscreen and podcast. Forecast more of what you love with the Weather Channel app. Speaking of best night ever, it was just, I had a few best nights ever. It was just my birthday, as y'all very well know. And the day that that episode went live, I left for Palm Springs because I'm known for, <laughs> not known, but like my friends definitely know that this is how I roll. I dread my birthday until like four days before. And then I'm like, I want to fucking do something. I book a house in Palm Springs three days before I leave. And I had put out on my story like two weeks before my birthday. I was like, are there any people who are like weed chefs in L.A. or can be in L.A. on November 5th? Um, uh, yeah, so I had people email 
so I had some weed chefs in my email and I was like, okay, like what am I going to do? So I booked this house and I wasn't, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't super stoked about the house. It like looked like it, I don't know. My 26th birthday, I got this house that slept so many people. It had a pool. It had a hot tub. Granted, the pool was not heated. So it was like kind of unusable, but it had a tennis court and the whole backyard had no obstruction of view. It was just like the mountains and then the sun would set behind it. So it was just like the f- most fucking gorgeous shit ever. And then in front of the house, there was, I mean, the house had like a, f- like one of those driveways with like trees in it. And like, it was gorgeous. And then the front of the house was just nothing. Like it was just an open field. So it was, oh, it was magical. Was but that one in Palm Springs too? That one? Yeah. Like um, Rancho Mirage, I think. One of the Palm Springs. I just call it all Palm Springs. People think, that was in Palm Springs. That's La Quinta. That's it. And I'm like, okay. Ugh. Then I, I say La Quinta and people are like, where is that? And I'm like, Palm Springs. <sighs> I get so annoyed, clearly. <laughs> so I was going into it, not like bummed because that sounds ungrateful. But I was just like, okay, it's going to be a different experience. It's not going to be the same house. It's not going to be the same vibe. So, Yeah. Uh, that morning I go and pick up liquor before we leave. And, oh, I also wanted Booger to be there. I was going to do it in Texas at my friend's beach house. But then I was like, well, I couldn't bring Booger. And also like so many less people would be able to come. So I found a pet safe house, obviously. And that morning, Thursday morning, I went to the liquor store, bought $700 of alcohol. Um, and I just wanted everyone to, I don't want people to come and then feel like they have to like then shell out like I don't know I'm in a position where I luckily make money and stuff so to me I'm like I want to provide the alcohol I want to provide I, yeah the food the, everything so I got like white wine red wine rosé tequila vodka what else did I fucking get oh champagne Aperol the whole the whole fantasy so we packed the car we got to Palm Springs and Oh, also leading up to my birthday, it was like, since I planned it three days in fucking advance, I let everybody know that I invited like, hey, come, it's this to this, like, feel free. And so the days leading up was like, oh, hey, I can actually only stay for this time amount of time. Oh, I can actually stay for this amount of time. Oh, I have to leave this then. And like, I was being so irrational in my head. I was like, everyone hates me and they don't care to be here. They're just doing it, doing like the least amount of time possible. And I'm like, Chris... Honey, the fact that people are driving two and a half hours minimum each way just to spend a night with you. Shut up. Listen, guys, we're working through it. <gasps> I have therapy today. Oh, wait. I have. Oh, my God. I have therapy in 30 minutes. We better. <laughs> Why does this happen every time? Like, I feel like every time. Oh, today's Wednesday. I don't have therapy today. <laughs> I thought we were recording this on a Thursday. Oopsies. Clearly, I'm still fucked up for my birthday. <laughs> um, so we get to Palm Springs, and I was like, kind of like, I like some of my friends weren't able to get there till much later. Some of them were able. So I get there with my friend Dory, who was in town. She's like been my best friend since like kindergarten, and or we've known each other since kindergarten. She's been my best friend since high school. Um, and so she was with me. She was in town, which was really exciting because she had work stuff that Sunday. So she was like, well, why don't I come at the beginning? So she and I drove down with Booger to, uh, Palm Springs. We got to the house and I walked in the house and I was like, oh my God, wait, I feel so much more excited. Like I was kind of bummed because like last year 
everyone showed up at like the same, not the same time, but like I felt like in a span of like three hours, like everybody showed up. So I was really excited to like kind of have like just that party vibe of like, woo, night one. And so we get to the house and I'm like, uh, blah. But it was so nice to have quality time with Dory. It was kind of nice to just get there and settle in without rushing of like, because I remember when I got there, the AC was like, when I turned 26, the AC wasn't on, like the house was hot. We were figuring out where everything was. We were trying to unpack and get everything set up so that when people got there, it wasn't like they were walking into a moving situation. So it was nice to really kind of settle in, go to the grocery store. We just got a bunch of food. By the way, went to the grocery store hungry. Worst idea ever. I And especially when it's your birthday weekend, you're like, fuck it. Fuck <laughs> it. I mean, I didn't get gluten, but did I get dairy? Oh, baby, yeah. Um, so we get groceries. We bring them home. We load the... Well, no, I guess most of the groceries were just like snack food. So we put, we like set up a gorgeous counter. We made like a bar area. We put all the alcohol in the fridge. It was stocked so gorgeously. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous girls love soup. Um, and let's see. Oh, and then Claudia and Rebecca came and that was super fun. So they were the first two people to get there. And Dory had met both of them before. So it was like perfect. And oh yeah, we got to the house and I was like, whoa, this is going to actually be sick. Like it, the it's crazy because it looked better than the pictures, which I feel like never happens, never happens. And it just, it didn't look as sad as the pictures did. Like some Airbnbs can look sad. You're like, I would spend days there. Like it was just like a very like uncarpeted, it was like tiled floor. So it was just like not carpeted and like really white everywhere, which is fine. But like it did feel like almost lonely. So I, I think that's was kind of, I just went into it feeling not thrilled, but I was definitely not dreading it, you know? So Claudia and Rebecca come. We start, like, drinking, and um, there was a pool table, so we're playing pool. Oh, my God, the pool table? I'm like, okay, what do I get rid of in my house that I put in a pool table? <laughs> like, I live for it. So we're playing pool. There's a, there, there's a pool outside that's heated. I paid fucking $99 a day to have it heated, which... <laughs> Throw it into the fucking price. There was a hot tub. There was a putting green. And there was like a bocce court. There was an outdoor table. There was like a tiki bar and shit. It was such a cute vibe. So we're swimming and everything. And then Katya and Andrew and Katya's girlfriend Esther come by. And I don't know. It's just like the more people get there, the more fun and the more the energy builds and stuff. And so we are just kind of partying that night. We drank. I swear to God, it was like such a fun night. It was, I don't know. It was just no expectations, I guess, maybe. But it was such a fun night. The next day, Rebecca and Claudia had to leave for work. And then you guys came. And my friend Cody came later that day. And so Friday was my actual birthday. I didn't want to be traveling. I didn't want to be doing anything on my birthday besides waking up and getting fucked up. <laughs> no, not like just, you know, casually, like. Simple morning joint or two or maybe three. Um, And I woke up and birthdays are always so funny because. Where was I going with that? Why are they so funny? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like, I just I don't know. You just like wake up and you're like, OK, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just like it's your day. But also it's like just another day. <laughs> maybe that's cynical, but. So we woke up and Dory made a reservation for us at this like place on a lakefront. It was like a man-made lake or whatever. 
and we had breakfast. They had nothing gluten-free, <laughs> but it was a really cute vibe. It was outdoors. We were just kind of chilling. The, <laughs> the wait staff was crazy. We walk in and this guy greeting us wasn't wearing a mask and also just did not acknowledge us. We walk in the door and we're just standing like three feet away from this man who's like nine feet tall and like just looks so pissed off. And we're like, after two seconds of just silence, we're like, hi. And he just lifts his hand and points and goes, or no, I go, hi, I think our friends are here. And before I even finish, he points. He just goes, doesn't say, I did not say a word to this man and he did, or he did not say a word to us. So we go outside and eat. And then the guy, some guy we have never seen before comes up and takes our order. Like after like a while, we've met like every fucking waiter at this place. There was only like six other tables there that had people at it. So we had our waiter, we're getting drinks and shit like that. And then this other guy comes up in an orange shirt. We have, we did not, the only time we saw him was when he came to our table and asked for our order. So we give him our order and he's like, do you want some bread for the ducks or to feed the turtles to feed the turtles? And I was like, yeah, I would love that. So he leaves. We are sitting unattended for like 25, 30 minutes, which I that I don't care about. Like I wasn't dying of hunger or anything. But then we are all like, wait, who is that man? <laughs> Could that have just been a random guy who walks into restaurants and says, can I take your order? And then I thought, I want to do that. I Like, this is what I want my life to amount to. I want to just walk into random places, pretend to take the order and say, I'd recommend the beef shrimp. People order it and then their waiter comes back. And then the waiter's like, and then they're like, what about the beef shrimp? And the pe- waiter's like, what? That to me sounds incredible. So we're like, oh my God, are there even turtles? Do they even eat bread? Like no. we are asking, no, I didn't think so either. Now that I'm sitting here on this fucking couch. So we never see this man again. Quite literally, we <laughs> never see this man again. Not even walking around the red, like never saw this man again. The man in orange. So we eat, we leave, and then Claudia and Rebecca leave once we get back to the house. Um, And we're just, like, chilling and swimming. And I ask the Airbnb people, we're like, wait, it doesn't really smell like chlorine. It's a saltwater pool. It's a fucking saltwater pool. I don't (laughs) – this became, like, a giant running joke the entirety of the weekend. But I – oh, my God, I just hate chlorine. I just hate chlorine. My body just feels like it's about to flake apart. After coming out of a chlorine pool. Salt water, bitch. Are you fucking kidding me? I thought I was going to lose my mind. So the whole time I was like, guys, oh my God, I think this might be a salt water pool. Like, I don't really smell chlorine. And we would just continuously be like, we would all just randomly bring up like, oh my God, I don't, I don't think this is, this is salt. And I'd be like, oh my God, guys, the Airbnb people just told me this is a salt water pool. It got old real fast, but, um. (laughs) So, yeah, we were just swimming, hanging out that day. And then around 4.30 or 5 o'clock, I hired a weed chef. <gasps> My dream come true. I have wanted. So, obviously, I take edibles and stuff. But um, I've never had, like, weed and actual food and, like, a whole dinner of it. Oh, my God. It was, like, a dream. So, this for the few days leading up to it, um, I was coordinating with the chef, Beverly. And, um... I was like, okay, so I'm gluten-free, and if you can make it lactose-free, please, like, feel free. But we need gluten. There is a peanut allergy, and we do have a vegetarian or two. 
And at that point, I was like, oh, God, what a pain in the ass I must be. And she was like, no, oh, my God, I cook gluten-free and vegan all the time. And I was like, amazing. So we finalize a menu, and it's, like, five courses. (laughs) At first, we have small bites, which are canna-infused spiced jackfruit lettuce cups. And that one I was probably the most excited about, and it tasted not what I was expecting. And I told her that. I fully told Beverly, if you're listening, I love you, Beverly. I told you that. I said it like just wasn't the taste I was expecting, but they were still good. Then we had gluten-free biscuits and almond milk gravy. And then we had crispy potato bites with can of truffle oil and vegan. Oh, no, the vegan caviar wasn't on there because she was like, normally um, I have a few more days extra in advance to buy things. So I don't have that. I was like, no, 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 no. Hear you loud and clear. The crispy potato bites with a can of truffle oil. I swear to God, I would have stored some in my butthole if I could have. <laughs> oh, my fuck. They were... The perfect size. Oh, my God. The perfect size. The perfect crispiness. The perfect taste. Mm. You didn't even taste any weed in there either, which was, like, the crazy part. There was some food items that, like, I could taste the weed. And that was, like... I don't know. Sometimes when you, like, have edibles that taste just like you're eating weed, I get, like, a my gag reflex like it's like when I eat like used to eat like mushy bananas I would just the consistency I'd be like like I would just do that growing up like my family might still make jokes about it I don't really know but I definitely got ragged on it hard for like the noises I would make with like mushy bananas but then first course butternut squash soup with weed in it of course and lobster with roasted hearts of palm with corn and lemon vegan butter beware blanc And then there was a vegetarian option that didn't have lobster, I think. The lobster was to die for. Oh, my God. Oh, so the whole dinner. Oh, yeah. I'll get into the courses. And then, yeah. Second course, we have a whole roast chicken with roasted carrots, parsnips, and broccolini with pearl onion sauce. And then if you were, the vegetarian option was crispy tofu. The third course was a carrot cake with brown vegan butter and cream cheese frosting with candied pecans. And then Mignardise, don't really know what that is, but vegan chocolate truffles, salted caramel, cayenne, and sea salt. <sighs> so, the way this worked is I paid Beverly half of the fee up front. And so, since she was coming from San Francisco, or the Bay Area, I was like, I'll pay for your like gas and your hotel and stuff. So, I paid her half the fee up front. And so, she could get ingredients, kind of do all that shit. And... The reason I wanted her to drive was because I, as we all know, have a terrible review on my Airbnb. And I was like, that's not fucking happening again. I need to build up reviews. Uh, So I was like, if you can make the can of butter at home, because that is the part she said was like the only smelly aspect. It's like, if you could do that at home and drive down, I would be so grateful. Like, I will pay for your gas. I will pay for the stay. Like, I will take care of you. And so she did, which was, like, beyond. So she gets there, and she just starts setting up. I'm fucked up by this point. And I think I had a sense that she, like, watched my shit and stuff. Like, there was, I don't know if I knew she told me or what. So I am self-conscious at how fucked up I am (laughs) while I'm talking to someone who's, like, not fucked up. Um, And so the way... This dinner worked. It was so fucking fun. Oh, oh my God, I miss it. So she would bring out small bites and we would just kind of like be at the table eating and, you know, just. And if you didn't want weed, 
so she kind of got like a head count of who wanted weed, who wanted a little weed, and who wanted weed or didn't want weed. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> Still high. <laughs> um, so she gets, she brings out the small bites and we start eating them. And I, I mean, I swear to God, this was like no edible I've ever felt before. It hit, I felt like within seconds. <laughs> I was like, ooh. It was the best feeling ever. Just like my face hurt from just like smiling and laughing. Um, so the way you showed that you didn't want weed is you put a green piece of tape above your placemat. And then that was how she like identified who wanted weed or what. I threw my piece of tape out. I was like, bitch, give me the full works. I asked how much weed was used. It was less than an ounce, which was good to know because I was like, okay, we're fine, guys. But it was, oh, my God, this weed was, like, so fucking good. Oh, my God. It was, like, the happiest, most euphoric high ever. Um, I will say, next time I do this, you're either all getting weed or no one's coming. Like, or you don't come. Because I wanted that shit more cooked in. That was probably my only other thing. And I didn't tell her this because she was, like, literally being as flexible as she could. So the way it worked, if you didn't want it, no, the way it worked is everything was made without weed in it, except the small bites. I think we said make those all with weed in it. Everything else, like the rest of the courses, came no weed, and then she had the can of butter that she would drizzle all over everything. So that's how the cannabis got into it, I'm pretty sure. And that I just didn't love because it did make the taste of the can of butter so much more prevalent. But I understand why. Like, I'm not, that's not like a critique. I'm not mad. I had the best time. But like, in the future, that is definitely like, you're either here or you're not. (laughs) Uber Eats, bitch. Um, So we get the soup. Oh my God, that butternut squash soup was finger licking, suck me dry. I mean, so fucking good. At this point, I am definitely stoned. And this is also a day after drinking and smoking. So like, I look back at pictures I just got filmed back yesterday that I got developed. I, I, I mean, like, <laughs> over a third of the pictures are unusable, or over three-fourths of the picture are unusable. My eyes are, like, <laughs> cross-eyed, sideways, up, down, all around. Because when we showed up, it was like walking into, like, an opium. When you guys, sho- <laughs> you guys showed up right as dinner was, like, being served. She was like, dinner, and I was like... Oh boy! Like everybody had cleared most of the potatoes. Yeah, I really. Be- I believe what you said about it, it, like the small bites making you instantly high because that's what we walked into. Mm-hmm. Ooh! Oh, and I also met your girlfriend, Justin. Yeah, yeah, she came too. Yeah, that was like kind of unnerving to me because I was like, okay, if she's coming, she just has to- no judgment, bitch, none. Uh, I answered the door and I was like, oh my god, I'm so fucked up and I'm meeting a new person. Oh my god, I can barely see straight. No, I mean I could time. see straight, but like. And you, you and you and Justina were going toe to toe for like who could eat the most weed butter. We were. I feel yeah. I feel like you guys went. Ne- we're like neck and neck. Well, she was sitting next to me, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> it was like it was a good. <laughs> I love. I need a confirmation. <laughs> I don't even know who was sitting to my left. Could not tell you. Could not tell you. Were you across from me? I it think was, you were yeah, across from me. Were... Oh my god! So the soup and lobster and shit comes out, and then. So I got tofu. Oh, my God, that tofu was so good. Although I was kind of wishing I got chicken after I saw the leftover chicken. And I was like, so then I ate chicken. Um, But that was really good. The carrot cake. Cake. Fuck. That was the one thing where I wish the 
that was like the one I think thing that I really wish the Canada thing was in the frosting mm. and not just like drizzled because I don't know because um but oh my god it was like the most magical dinner we were a lot of people went to bed like right after and I like was like yeah. I was like that's understandable I yeah but that's also why I wanted to do this at like a place like this as opposed to like my house because I want everyone to spend as literal or as long as time of time together but if people need to go to bed there's a bed there for them as opposed to like having to figure out how to get home or this or that so it was like this was like a dream come fucking true Beverly killed it I am so sorry for all of the talking I did with you oh my god we had champagne and stuff I oh my god I was she was like oh I'll take champagne from the open bottle I was like that has been out for hours that is flat no way ma'am so I opened a new bottle she's like oh you don't need to open that and then it was gone (laughs) I was like enough people wanted it I was like See, we would have needed it anyway. Uh, oh, it was just so fun. And then, like, you guys, and then my friend Cody and I, was it that it? You three, and then Cody and me, and maybe Andrew. 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 I was just about to say Andrew. We were the only ones up till, like, what, two in the morning? Like and we were just, like, swimming, hot tubbing. There was a fire pit. S'mores. <gasps> s'mores. We made s'mores. Yeah. That was, like, peak me. munchies. I was like, give me food or give me death. Um, oh, it was just like the most magical night. It was everything I hoped for and dreamed of. Um, and then the next day was the last full day. You guys headed out in the morning and then, oh, maybe just you guys. And then we just chilled, uh, and just soaked up the last evening. We were going to go out in Palm Springs, but then we were like, oh, fuck it. Um, it just kind of felt nicer to get a little fucked up and stay home. But we were all pretty tired by that point. Like, I can't believe I almost made it to Monday. So the trip was supposed to go to Monday, and then nobody was going to be there Monday night besides me and Andrew. And so I was like, let's just make it Sunday. Get some money back. <laughs> Give it to Beverly. Um, and yeah, that was my birthday. It was just so fun. Did I forget anything? <gasps> oh, my God. I got a five-star rating in return. Oh, yeah. They recommended me to all Airbnb hosts, and I said, fuck y'all bitches in Washington. Fuck you. Um, but... What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Did I am I missing anything? Oh, Sam and I stayed in bunk beds. <gasps> oh my god, the adult bunk beds. They were so like normal bunk beds are like, you know, like the twin beds or something. These were like what, full queen? Full, yeah. yeah, they they were big bunk beds. And you yeah, you guys that was like the rotating room of people who like could only stay for a night. Is a dream come true. It, I slept on the top. Justin kept kicking. I know that's what he told child. me yesterday when he was filming my video. <laughs> so he was I, and then he was like, "Oh, you're going to pee on us." I, I was, was like, I don't know why you ever well, let see- them take the bottom. Because they, they threatened to do other stuff on the top. Oh, yeah. If I was on the bottom. Oh, like have sex? Quote, unquote, other stuff. Anal? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't exactly. need to get into it. <laughs> he must have heard you. I, yeah, no, I, there was an intercom system. Oh, there's um, baby monitors. <laughs> I'm trying to think if we broke anything. I feel like we did, but I don't remember. The shower? What, oh. Jesus. What happened in the shower? Nothing, never mind. It doesn't matter. I got the five-star review. Yeah, no, no, no. Nothing happened in the shower. If you're listening, people, the house was left in beautiful condition, which it was. Just seems like a joke. It it was. Uh, And that was my birthday weekend. It was super fun, super cute. I felt very excited and honored. And oh, my God, my mom sent a cake. Like Someone sent, oh, oh my God, someone from Balenciaga headquarters sent me flowers. Blew my mind. Um. 
But yeah, that was my birthday. It was super fun. Thank you to everybody who wished me a happy birthday and who donated for my birthday on my behalf to the places we put in the last episode. I really appreciate that. If you didn't, donate to Project Coffee Cup on my behalf for my birthday. For my birthday. <laughs> but, um, Ooh. oh my God, it's time for some, secrets. some secrets. I don't even know the thing I recorded and then changed like the pitch of. <laughs> um, this is the part of the episode where you guys submit secrets and I reveal them. They're anonymous, obviously, unless you didn't keep them anonymous, but that's on you, coach. So here we Oh, the link to submit secrets, the form for that is in the description of this episode as well. I mean, everything that you could need about this podcast is in the description of this episode. The first secret. <clears throat> Was there a theme to these? No? No, but they're all juicy. Ooh, juicy. I was at a party and the cops started raiding, so not... <laughs> Sorry, I just, like, r- actually digested what that said. I was at a party and the cops started raiding, so naturally I thought the best thing to do was hop the fence. I ended up in the neighbor's yard and had to hop a second fence. I fell over the second one into thorn bushes on the other side, rolled through them, and then fell off a six-foot-high wall. I'm trying to just, like... I don't even have an image in my head. All I have is, like, the Bourne Identity movies where they're, like, running across rooftops and, like, flipping and rolling and shit. I found out three months later I tore my ACL and meniscus in my knee. Parents were... (laughs) Parents were not happy. (laughs) What? And then we had to hop a second fence... Fell over the second one into thorn bushes on the other side, rolled through them, and then fell off. So the thorn bushes were on top of a wall? It sounds like a Justin secret. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is how his kneecap was broken. (laughs) Oh, my God. You are so true, bestie. You're so right. You're so right. Wow, that sounds like a night that I just never want to experience. One night, I was super bored and downloaded an app where you could make a fake Tinder profile. Did that with my ex's info, made a fake Instagram, and sent it to his current girlfriend on Instagram. Oh my god, so basically showing that the he was on Tinder. That is dark. That is dark. That's smart, though. Wait. You made a fake inst. Oh, made a fake Instagram to send to the girl. I got it. I was like, wait, why are you making all of these fake accounts? Who has the time for that? Oh, that's pretty good. Nothing like planting a seed of infidelity in someone's head. Next up, when I would have my friends that were girls over for multiple nights in a row, my dad would jokingly ask if I was gay. Obviously, I said no and was super defensive. Jokes on him. I didn't even contemplate the option that was that I was indeed gay until he said something and I ended up falling for my best friend. Fuck you, you homophobic prick. Okay, <laughs> I feel like I'm in the weird middle of a weird family feud, so going to let that one just <laughs> simmer into the sunset. Sorry, I keep snorting into the mic. I just have congestion. <laughs> I'm a junior in high school, and me and this kid were going to hook up, but he ghosted, so I airdropped a video of him jerking off with his face in it to all of his friends. I think I ruined his life. Wait. LMAO shouldn't have ghosted me. No, you shouldn't do that. For ghosting, it happens. Some people just don't know how to... Oh, my God. This is why I'm so happy I never had a iPhone in high school. Like, I had social media, but I got bullied for having social media because it was, like, not a thing. I... that This is, like, too much. That is so mean. 
That's just wrong. Wait, <laughs> so it was a real video, or they they photoshopped a video? No, it I was. I, I think it was a video the kids sent to this person mm-hmm. that they were gonna hook up with, and then this person airdropped it to all of his friends. They could go to jail. Jail. You could go to jail. <laughs> you could go to fucking jail. 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 You're gonna go to jail. You're gonna go to jail. 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 That's where you're going. Jail. Jail. What? Jail. Who? Jail. Where? Jail. Anyways, I'll stop now. Uh, (laughs) When I was a freshman in high school, my teacher caught me vaping in the back of class. What are you doing? Caught me vaping in the... (sighs) Dumb fuck. Wake up. You're vaping in a fucking 10 by 10 classroom. Of course they caught you. I could... I couldn't even get away with vaping at the Hollywood Bowl. And that's outside. And like 20,000 people or something. Maybe like 10 or 5 or I don't know. When I was a fa- freshman in my high school, my teacher caught me vaping in the back of class. So long story short, I gave him head in the parking lot after school so I wouldn't get suspended. Y'all are living my literal dreams. <laughs> <laughs> like this is all I, all I want. All I wanted was to have a relationship with a teacher. Like a hot one though, you know? Like, not one of, like, the gross ones. <laughs> Me, two episodes ago. Teachers are incredible, and they, <laughs> they deserve the world. Ew, ew, no head for the gross ones. <laughs> but isn't that, like, super illegal? High school is, like, deaf, not 18. Right? Second one, second one. Right? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, no, I'm genuine. Like, I think 10-year-olds are, like, in kindergarten, and they're not. So, like, that's... So old, I would, 17 was the oldest I was ever in high school. Yeah, I think I, like, maybe turned 18 I turned 18 that year. Very, very the senior year. Yeah, the senior, the senior year. Wow. Oh, my God. See, all I wanted to do was just, like, hook up with the teacher. That just feels like... So, who are the hot teachers? Like, is there some... I don't know. Never met one. Off. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. In high school, I was just too awkward to, like, even talk to, like, someone else sexually. Like, let alone, like, do that. But, like, college, I was, like, ready. But there were no hot teachers in college, sadly. At least that I was in. I definitely know people. TAs always, like, I just didn't like TAs. Like, I don't, I didn't want to give them that. I was like, you already get such a fucking, like, (laughs) such, they, ugh, ugh. TAs just already have something up their ass. Like, they don't need any more pleasure. They get so much from, like, the authoritative position they think they're in. Ugh. No offense if you're a TA and listening. Ugh, we just would not have been friends. Anyways, the last secret. I'm almost 30, yikes. And I... Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Well, this was sent in by a woman, I can tell. I'm almost 30, and I've never had an orgasm. And I am far from a virgin. Yeah, that's because men don't usually let women finish. Isn't that a funny scientific discovery? Um, no, that, first of all, there's nothing yikes about being 30. I cannot wait to be in my 30s as I look to all the older people in the room. Wow. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. But I, did someone just spark a lighter? No, I think Jake made like a kissy noise. Uh, ew. No, uh, oh. oh, a middle thing. Oh, I thought, I was like, is someone sparking up? What the fuck? Um, I think, I think the 30, my 30s are going to be like the best. I think... I don't know. I just feel like you're figuring so much shit out in your 20s that like 30s can't be worse, right? Like they can't be. (laughs) 30s are like, knock, knock, knock. Bet. 
But yeah, I want you to have an orgasm, girl. Get in, get, get it in you, and like correctly. That's so sad. You deserve an orgasm. I wish I could help you with that, but no, Chris, stop talking. This could turn into a James Charles case real quick. Um, oh no, except actually, never mind. You're a legal adult. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode, and thank you to everybody who called in and submitted a secret and listened and rated and reviewed. I sound like I'm being sarcastic, but that's just me. Me and that, the first caller, we're just sarcastic bitches. Uh, no, thank you, everybody. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode wherever you listen to podcasts, and catch the video episodes on youtube.com slash Chris. I don't know why I do that, but here we are. Another one in the hall. Thank you. Oh, and thumbs it up. <laughs> what was so funny about that? Mom, they're making fun of me again. <laughs> so fucking mean. You guys are bullies. <laughs> like on YouTube. For the video portions, you insensitive bitch. <laughs> You're just so mean to me. You mean this a toxic work environment? Just kidding. That's my job. 